Well, boys and girls, all week we've had a little verse, and where's it been found in John chapter 14? That's right, 14. Well, I've got a little verse, a little verse in my Bible. See if I can find it. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Look, and it's in John chapter 14, and we, we were reading verse 6, but this is verse 1. And this is what it says in verse 1 of John chapter 14. We'll put it up here. It says, let's read it. Let not your heart be troubled. Okay, let's read that bit again. Let not your heart be troubled. Can you do troubled like that? Let not your heart be troubled. <laughs> and then it says, it says, you believe in God. Say that. You believe in God. Believe also in me. Remember, that's what Jesus said. He said, remember, remember Paul, Paul or Saul, Saul believed in God, but he didn't believe in Jesus. But you know, there's a lot of people in the world today and their hearts are troubled. Oh yeah, they're very worried. There's some people, some people in here maybe today, they've got troubled hearts, worried hearts. But you know, Jesus doesn't want any of us to be troubled. He doesn't want us to be afraid. You know, if you give your heart to Jesus... You can say with the psalmist, you can say, the Lord is my light. We were singing at the beginning, this little light of mine. You can say, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Because when you, what do you need to get to heaven? S-A-L-V-A-T-I-O-N. And that's when Jesus comes into your heart. When Jesus comes, he brings joy, he brings peace, he brings hope, he brings everlasting life. And, and you know, we don't need, we can say, the Lord is my light. My salvation, whom shall I fear? But I want to tell you about someone that Jesus spoke about, and it was a long, long time ago. And boys and girls, it was in a place called Zarephath. Where was it? Zarephath. And I want to tell you about this little widow woman, because she was very troubled. She was very worried. She didn't have the joy, joy, joy down in her heart. And in fact, she was very worried. And she was worried because there was a great famine in the land. That means the crops hadn't grown because there'd been no rain. And there was a famine, there was no rain, and that's because everything was a mess, and everyone was dying around her. Her husband had died, her children, if she had any others, had died. There was only, only one little boy left. Her neighbours were dying, and there was just death all around her. It was so sad, and it was pretty miserable. But you see, the Bible says, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. And there was a famine in the land because God's people had disobeyed God. And you know, God always keeps his promises. Oh yeah, the Bible says the way of the sinner, the transgressor is hard. So if you go your own way, you can be sure it'll be hard because God's, God always keeps his promises. And the Bible says God's enemy, the thief, he comes to steal, he comes to kill, and he destroy, and he will do that to your life. But Jesus went on to say, but I have come to give life, and life to the full, or life more abundantly. But this woman, she was, she was very sad. It was a very, she was very troubled, you see, because she was picking up some sticks, and she was going to bake her last meal. You see, she'd been to the cupboard every day. She'd been to the cupboard. There wasn't much in the cupboard. There was nothing in the shops. There was no aid being flown in. There was no Red Cross. So she's been to a cupboard every day and she opened the cupboard and she just had this little little jug of oil and a little bowl of flour. I'll let you see it. I think it's here. Yeah. Here it is, look. But this day she went 
And all that was left was this little bit of oil, this little bit of flour. And she knew. She knew this day was coming. She knew at the beginning of the week. It, it wasn't long left. And she was so worried. She, she was so afraid. She, had, she couldn't sleep at night. She'd wake up thinking about this day. But this day had arrived. And she went to her cupboard. And that's all she had. And she was going to bake a little cake. It wasn't really a cake. It was a dough ball. She's going to put the oil in the flour and she's going to mix it up. And then she was going to, she was gathering a few sticks and she's going to make a little fire. And then she was going to cook the little dough ball. And that was all the food she had. No food in the cupboard, no food on the shelves, no food in the shops. It'd be the last meal. And what happens if you don't eat? Huh? You die, yeah. And she knew. She, you didn't need to have an A-level to work this one out. She knew she didn't eat, she'd die. And, you know, she thought nobody cared. She thought nobody cared. But there was someone that cared. Who, who, did, who did care? Yeah? Who cared for her? God cared for her. In actual fact, before she went to the cupboard that day, a few days before that, God spoke to a man because God, God saw the widow woman and God sees you. God sees you today. Now, I look out and I can only see the colour of your shirt and maybe the colour of your eyes, but God sees your heart. God sees the lonely hours when you maybe cry. God sees, God sees the wounded heart, the broken heart. He sees the troubled heart. And that's why he says, don't let your heart be troubled because he knows sometimes we do get troubled, but he doesn't want you to be troubled today. But God sees you because he sees the sins of our heart. God knows everything you've looked at this week on a screen. He knows everywhere you've been, what you've taken, what you've done. It's no secret to God. He sees it all. The Bible says he sees all the good and he sees all the evil. And you know, this woman was a pagan woman. That means she didn't believe in the God that created the heavens and the earth and the sky and the sea and the fishes in, in the sea. She worshipped gods made of stone. <laughs> They had eyes they couldn't see. They had feet they couldn't go anywhere and hands they couldn't help her. Stone and clay and wood, maybe brass. And you say, well, we don't do that, but people do in Ballinhinch today. They worship things. Some people, their God is their family. Some it's their caravan. Some it's their holidays. Some it's their cars. But a God is whatever you put before the Lord Jesus Christ. Whatever you Whatever you worship and sacrifice to, that's your God. And this woman, she worshipped and sacrificed idols, images. But when she was in great need, when she was in big trouble, when she was worried and didn't know where to turn, they couldn't help her. But God still cared about her. And you know, God loves the whole world. And God cares for the whole world. Now the whole world won't be in heaven because we have to come and receive his love and his his goodness. But you see, God saw this widow woman and he sees you today. He sees you and he knows where you're at. He knows where you are. And God sent a man called Elijah. Oh yeah. Elijah was a hundred miles away. hundred miles away. And he didn't have a donkey or a camel or a horse. So he must have left at least three days before, if it was me, four days. And God said, you need to go to Zarephath. There's a widow woman there and she's in big, big, and God knows today that you're in trouble. 
If you haven't got Jesus in your heart, you're in trouble. We learned that yesterday on Friday about that sheep. That little lamb thought he didn't need his shepherd and he just went bouncing off under the hedge over the stream and it was all great until he turned and he couldn't see the shepherd and he couldn't find his way home without the shepherd. And friends, you cannot find your way to God's home without the good shepherd. And Jesus is the way. He's the truth. He's the life. And he said, no one can come to the Father but by me. We can't get there by going to church, oh no. We can't get there by giving money in the offering, no. We can't get there by being good. The only way to get to heaven is by being saved. And this man, this man, God said to him, you better get to Zephath because this woman's in big trouble and I've got a message for you to give to her. He was a messenger with God's message. And he... That woman, she picked up the sticks and eventually Elijah got to the, got to the gate of the city, Zarephath, and God said, now you'll see the widow woman, she'll be picking up sticks. And you speak to her. Do you know the Bible says that God said to Elijah, I've got a command. I've got a command for you to give to her. And do you know the Bible says in the book of Acts that God commands, God commands that every human being on the planet Earth, every boy and girl, every grown-up, God commands everyone to repent. That means to turn, just like Saul had to turn, just like Ness had to turn, just like the prodigal had to turn. God commands all men everywhere to repent. But the Bible says if you don't repent, you will perish. It's very clear. Just like this woman, she was going to die if she didn't get any more food. Gospel is very simple. Jesus is the way to life. If you go your own way, it's the way to death. So Elijah said to this woman, he saw her there, she's picking up the sticks, in big, big trouble, didn't know where to turn. He said, excuse me, my dear. And she looked up. He said, you couldn't get me a drink of water, could you? And do you know, she was a kind lady. She, I mean, she didn't, she'd never seen the fellow in her life. And she didn't say, clear off, I don't even know who you are, I'm busy, because she had a lot of wor worries. But so she's a very kind woman, very caring woman, and she did have a little bit of water to spare, and she was on her way to get it. But you know, you can't get to heaven by being kind. And it, it wasn't going to take away her troubles by being kind. But as she went to get the water, then Elijah said, he said, oh, can you, can you bring me a little, little bit of food? Oh, what? What, she said? <laughs> she, she must have said, she said, what planet are you on? <laughs> she said, what? Bring you some food? But don't you know? Don't you know? She said, all I've got. She said, see that boy? That's my boy. And she loved her boy. She loved her boy more than anything she loved in all the world. Because that's what mums and dads do. That boy was more precious to her than anything in all the world. And she said, see that boy? That's my boy. She said, see this? This is all we got, miss. She said, what's your name? Elijah. She said, well, this is all we got, Elijah. And she said, if you think I'm going to give it to you, she said, you must be joking. She said, we're just going to make our last little meal and that's it. That's all we've got. There's a famine in the land. I'm sorry, sir, but you, you'll have to find somewhere else and something else. But this is... This is all we've got and this is all I've got. She's just going to keep what she had. 
But you see, Elijah, he came with God's word. And God's word says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. This woman believed there was a God, she just didn't know the true and the living God. You know, the Bible says, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. But there is only one way to God, and it's through the Lord Jesus. But then Elijah said this. He says, don't be afraid. Don't fear not. Because God doesn't want anyone to leave this house with fear. You know, some people are afraid to die, and some people are afraid to live. But you know, when Jesus is in your heart, he takes away every fear. You're not afraid to die. You can say, you can say, because the Bible says, it says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is everlasting life. The Bible says that the death has no sting because the sting of death is sin. But the blood of Jesus, what we were singing about, cleanses us and takes away our sin. So you don't need to leave this out with fear and doubt and trouble. You can leave here with peace in your heart because Jesus is the Prince of Peace. But anyway, this woman, she Elijah said to her, you won't believe what he said. He said, if you put God first, you see, the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. The Bible says, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all of thy heart, with all of thy soul, with all of thy mind, with all of thy strength. God must be first in our lives. God won't share you with another. He must be first in your life, in my life. And Elijah said to this woman, don't worry, don't be afraid, but first you bake me a little cake. And God has promised that oil in that jug, it won't run out. That flour in that bowl won't run out until the rains come again. Well, that, that, wouldn't, that would be a miracle, wouldn't it? That would be a miracle. But that's what God does. And, that, and you know the greatest miracle? We've got people in this house that have been cured of, of, of cancers. People that have been healed of many different things. But let me tell you, that the greatest miracle isn't someone that's dead living again or someone blind seeing again or someone with a cancer in it going. No, the greatest miracle is the miracle of salvation. It's called the miracle of the new birth because the Bible says, just like Naaman, we had the story of Naaman. We forgot that one, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, but I haven't it's come. I knew I'd be saving it for now, you see. Because Jeff told the story of Naaman. And uh, when Naaman came out of that water, because he had to do what God said, he couldn't be cleansed his own way, but when he came out of that water, his skin was like a newborn baby. And that's just a picture of the new life that Jesus gives. If anyone be in Jesus, it's a new life. He gives you a new heart. He gives you a new hope. And Elijah said, if you first give to me, then this, this flower won't run out and the oil won't run out until the harvest comes again. But the woman... The woman had to think about this one because well that, that doesn't happen. That you know, if she put that in there yesterday and she and yesterday and it went, it's been going down a week. But you see, the Bible says we have to have faith. We have to have faith. That's why we sang, I can put my faith in Jesus. Yes, I can. By grace are you saved. It's, you can't work for it. I think you can't buy it. By grace are you saved. The Bible says in Ephesians. Chapter 2, verse 8, through faith. It's having faith. Trusting in the unseen God. Trusting. You know, a lot of people say, I won't believe in God. You know what Naaman said? When Naaman came, this, we had a story about a man who had leprosy. 
He, he couldn't get healed of his leprosy and there was only one that could do it and it was the prophet Elisha came and, and told him what to do. But anyway, I'm not going to tell the whole story. But when he, when he was healed of his leprosy, this is what he said, he was another man that worshipped idols, but when his leprosy had gone and God had touched his life, he says, now I know. Now I know. And you won't know until you trust him that he's real. There was a man in the Bible, he was blind. And people say to me and Ruth and to us, they say, they say well, I won't believe in Jesus till I see him. Well, this man's name was Barty Mass and he was a blind beggar. And if that had been his attitude, he would have died a blind beggar. But he didn't say, I won't believe till I see. He believed and he saw. He saw. And this woman had a choice to make. Would she believe the word of God? Would she believe the word of God or would she trust in what she had? Because the Bible says, what would it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? The Bible says, he that tries to save his life Jesus said, we'll lose it. And this woman, if she tried to save her life, I'll just keep this. If she'd kept it and baked her last meal, what would have happened to her? You don't need to be smart, even I know. What would have happened to her? And then she would have died. If she'd gone her own way, she would have died. Because the wages of sin is death. She had a choice to make. And you know, she chose... She chose to believe the word of God and she put the oil in the bowl and then she baked a little cake. Can you bake a little cake? Ready? Little widow woman was a baking a cake for Elijah on that day. That's what we need to beat it a bit more. Ready? Little widow woman was a baking a cake for Elijah on that day. And do you know, after she baked that cake, there she is, baking the cake. She gave to Elijah first, the man of God. She obeyed the word of God. And do you know, when she looked, when she looked, Oh, wow, there was still oil in the jug and flour in the... That was a miracle. That's what God does. He gives he give you a miracle of what he calls new life, the new birth. So she put it in again and she baked another one. And, you know, every day, every day, she had enough to eat. She was satisfied. Do you know, the, the eye of man is never satisfied. You'll never, ever drink enough cans of lager or bottles of vodka, or take enough drugs. There'll always be a bigger house, and a, a faster laptop, a better phone. There'll be brighter clothes. The eye of man is never satisfied. But the Bible says in Psalm 107 that God satisfies the longing, and he fills a hungry soul with goodness. And you know, this woman was satisfied. Now, she didn't eat ribeye steak and chips every day, but she was satisfied. God hasn't promised he hasn't promised, you know, it'll be an easy road. But when we get to heaven, it's going to be wonderful. Won't it be wonderful there? Having no burdens to bear. And it's going to be a wonderful place. But heaven, heaven is only for those. You see, the Bible, those that trust the Lord Jesus, the Bible says the wages of sin, the wages of sin is death. Do you know, when you work all week, you get wages because you deserve them. You work hard and you get wages. When you get older, your mu or your mums and dads, they work and they get wages. That's what they deserve. But the Bible says the wages, God's wages, the wages of sin is death. And God will give you, if you want, what you deserve. The Bible says, it speaks about the second death. We're all going to die once. But the Bible speaks about the second death. It speaks about a lake of fire. 
It speaks about a place where the flames are never quenched, the smoke of the torment never ceases to rise. So today you can choose if you want the wages of sin and you can go out here with the wages of sin, but it's death, it's darkness, it's sorrow, it's suffering. But God has a gift. God has a gift also. He wants to give you a gift and that gift is everlasting life. The wages of sin is death and that woman gone her own way she would have died. If she'd kept what she had and hadn't listened to the word of God and obeyed the word of God, if she trusted in what she had, well, the wages of sin is death. She would have died. But the gift of God, the gift of God is eternal life. You can have the gift tonight, but the Bible says that gift, the Bible says it's by grace you are saved through faith. None of works Lest any man should boast, but it's a gift. It's a gift. That gift can be yours tonight, but you have to trust him. And you have to not worry what other people think. Do you know, a lot of people think, well, they look, they look to people. Maybe, maybe there's a Christian that's letting you down. Well, that, that's sad, but I'm sorry for that. But, you know, we're just human. Sometimes we do that. But you know, the Bible says, it says, look unto Jesus. And I can only point you to the Lord Jesus tonight because he'll never disappoint you. He'll never fail you. And he will save you and he will keep you. But you just have to let the Lord have his way. There's, you know, it's very easy. The woman had two choices. She could do what God said and live. She could go her own way and die. The Bible says there's a broad road that leads to hell. And that isn't what God wants for anyone. That isn't what God wants for anyone. That's why he came into the world. That's why he gave his life as a ransom for all men. And there is a narrow road that you can walk and it leads to everlasting life. But the choice is yours. And it is a miracle. You know, when that woman just obeyed the word of God, there there was nothing fancy. She just obeyed the word of God. And tonight, if you would just obey the word of God, the Bible says, if you confess your sin to Jesus Christ, not to a man, if you confess your sin to the Lord Jesus, he's faithful and he's just, he will forgive your sin and he cleanse you, clean, cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Jesus, so the Bible says, come now. Come now, let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet. This just means so there be so many and so bad, they can be made clean. But the Bible says you must be willing and obedient if you want to know. Lord, I thank you tonight for everyone in this house, every head here bowed. Lord, we just pray. Lord, you would speak on. Lord, we just pray. Lord, for those in this house that are troubled. Lord, those in this house that haven't got that joy. Joy. Joy right down in their hearts. Haven't got your peace when they put their head on the pillow at night. Lord, we pray tonight. They would surrender. Lord, they'd have the courage to do what the prodigal did and stand up and arise and return and repent and then rejoice. So, Lord, we pray you continue to speak on in Jesus' name. Thank you.
Lord, speak right. to your heart tonight. This will be what you say? tonight. Speak beyond yourself and any of us. Just concern your soul. You're right with God. We bless the Lord. God is speaking to your hearts tonight. Let the Lord have a good night. Let the Lord have his way oh, in your life every day. There's no rest, there's no peace until the Lord has his way. Place your life in Oh, rest secure in his